Right, fantastic. So welcome to Coffee with Marcus and Mark. We're back. <laughs> Even I'm back. So in this show, we're going to talk to you about what's happening in the markets and how we are trading it. And today is November 29th. It is a Tuesday. I still think it's Monday anyhow. But uh, so we'll be taking a, a look at why stocks closed lower yesterday and also what to expect this week. But most importantly, how are we trading these markets? Because we did have quite a few trades today. Uh, so we'll take a look at this. By the way, if this is your first time here, hi, I'm Marcus Hardcutter. This super smart guy uh, over there is my head coach, Mark Hodge. And we're real traders who trade live accounts. So therefore, we got a lot of trading experience and we're showing you how we trade these crazy markets. So trust me, we know our stuff and we are not afraid to tell you like it is. So if you're looking for some honest insights into the fascinating world of trading, you are in the right place. <laughs> now, I know, Mark, you already looked at the week ahead yesterday of what's happening. And uh, yesterday, definitely super interesting day. It was, Marcus. We gapped lower in the uh, overall market. Stocks were down. They they drifted lower in the morning. And then it looked like after some Fed comments, uh, there was a bit of a slide into the close. So down yesterday, S&P. Uh, I mean, you see that the, that five minute chart. There was that brief pause going into the lunch session, and then uh, a little more selling. Yeah, and uh, I mean, today not much going on, but yesterday it was also news out of China, right? So that there's sure. some social unrest in China because uh, people are sick and tired of uh, just staying at home and these very strict COVID restrictions that they have there. So that that, that was a also a biggie yesterday, together with the Fed comments, and today the markets. Well, haven't decided yet what to do. <laughs> I, I would agree. A little back and forth. Uh, markets seem to be flat, uh, really across the board there. Uh, so S&P not doing anything. Dow not doing anything. Uh, the NASDAQ not doing anything. Uh, and I think that a lot of this has to do with, A, trying to really figure out what to do after yesterday's slide, and then B, the data that we have this week, because it is a busy week for the economic calendar. Yeah. So if you look at the economic calendar, I mean, you, you mentioned it today. Uh, consumer confidence came in in line with expectations. So therefore, no real surprise there. Uh, the, uh, the home price index here slightly higher. But the big one is really tomorrow when Powell is speaking. I mean, we, we haven't heard from Powell in a while. We heard from a bunch of other Fed members what they're thinking. But... I mean, markets are eagerly waiting what Fed Chair Powell has to say. Yeah, and he's due to speak about the economic outlook, inflation in the labor market at the Brookings Institution in Washington, D.C. Uh, so we'll, we'll see uh, how traders respond to that. Yeah, especially considering that now we are only, um, what are we, 15 days away from the next Fed meeting. And uh, if, we, if we look at uh, what traders are anticipating, everybody is anticipating that the Fed is slowing down its pace and they, they only raise interest rates by half a percent, but it's not a done deal. 30% are factoring in, or there's 30% probability that the Fed will actually stay its course with very aggressive uh, interest hikes of uh, 0.75 basis points, 75 basis points. Exactly, and this is why uh, markets are quiet today uh, because you do have comments from Powell, which are important, but also there's this, this data this week, right? Um, and I would go with a 50 basis point hike. That would be my bet. Um, but we still have some data to digest. And so 
we have core PCE price index on Thursday morning. This is a key number for uh, the uh, Fed. You also have Jolt's jobs, which the Fed looks at. That's on Wednesday, Marcus. So, you know, one more thing to consider on Wednesday. Uh, it's at 10 a.m. Right. And then Friday, the monthly jobs report that the Fed looks at. Uh, so any uh, weakening in the job market would be good. Any uh, decrease uh, in inflation, the you know, core PCE price, something there that would be absolutely positive uh, would be great for the market. And traders would think, OK, 50 basis point for sure. And any comments from Powell that says, you know, it looks like we have this under control. He's not going to say that. Right. No, but yeah, uh, digesting it. his words. Uh, if it, he hints to that and it's a little more dovish, that could be great for the market. Right. And so this word with three big days of data coming up, Powell tomorrow and the Jolts report has said core PCE and PCE. Uh, well, and just as we said this, <laughs> the Nasdaq is taking a plunge here. Look at this from being flat to being down 0.3% uh, here right now, just in a matter of minutes. Uh, it just shows how, how nervous the markets are. Uh, this morning, actually, the VIX, uh, when we were trading with our mastermind members, at some point was up 10%, even though the markets were not doing anything. And uh, then it has been pretty much flat. So anything uh, can spook the markets here right now, it seems. It looks like it. Interesting, interesting turn there. Yeah. So, I mean, yesterday also in the news, Apple, uh, just because of the unrest in China, uh, Goldman Sachs actually, no, it was Bloomberg who reported that Apple might uh, yeah, not be able to produce iPhones 14. And they said probably a shortage of 6 million. So therefore, yesterday, Apple being down. Right now, I mean, we just looked at it before we started the show and Apple was up 0.3%, now down 1%. So there must have been some news breaking right now. Interesting. I, I don't see anything, um, but definitely a reaction to something. Yeah. So this is what happened yesterday. And then we also uh, have the cryptocurrencies and the cryptocurrencies uh, yesterday. Uh, yeah, taking a dive because now another exchange, BlockFi, had to file for bankruptcy as part of the FTX fallout. Just a mess. <laughs> you know, there's a carryover uh, with what's going on. And, and I mean, do you think it's going to change the crypto market with regulations, uh, Marcus, or? Probably, probably, right? Yeah. I mean, because we see that uh, it seems to be still the wild, wild west that uh, exchanges are not regulated and can do whatever they want. And I mean, BlockFi got actually bailed out by FTX. And now that FTX is going under, this is where BlockFi is going under as well. I mean, we had a few exchanges that had to be bailed out over the past couple of years. Yep. So anyhow, I mean, looking at, uh, at our trading, uh, I mean, super interesting. You actually identified a trade already yesterday, uh, William Sonoma. Um, you, you were a little bit on the fence. I saw this trade this morning and I took uh, the 109. So I sold the 109 puts uh, expiring uh, on December 2nd. And uh, looking here at the calculator, I sold them for 50 cents. Um, oops, where did it go? Right here. For 50 cents. So this means that I got 40%, 41% uh, And uh, again, what does it mean when we are trading the wheel strategy? If William Sonoma is trading below 109, I have to buy the shares. If it is trading above, nothing will happen. Either way, I will keep the whole premium that I've collected here. And uh, now we just wait and see what happens. And uh, William Sonoma also, 
a little bit all over the place today. If we are looking here at a, at a five minute chart, uh, I believe that this trade right now would be available. And y y you're looking at this as well, right? Yeah, I, I really like this opportunity. Uh, it was a pandemic winner. And so that was one thing just because it's so much higher than it was when it uh, pre-pandemic, uh, right? And chart-wise, it, it looks solid. I, I like the support and the fundamentals look good too. So uh, it was down yesterday after a downgrade, uh, but it it's a solid trade. It's a solid opportunity in my opinion. Yeah, so this is where uh, when we when we look at the, the fundamentals here, we see that it's a fairly low P ratio of just shy of seven, Good dividend yield of 2.71, but if you look at the, the quarterly revenue and profits, super solid and even annually. I, I mean, this is the definition of a value stock, I would say. Looking good. Look at the, especially those annual numbers. Yeah. So therefore, um, I took the uh, 109. You have been looking at the uh, 108, right? I was taking a peek at the 108. It looked like maybe uh, you could get the same 50 cents at 108. Uh, that hasn't been the case yet, but uh, I, I might give a, a go at a one strike lower. Yeah. So, I mean, other than this, uh, we, we still have Google. We both own Google. And uh, I mean, Google has just been hanging in there not really doing a whole lot right now. I mean, just as we are speaking, uh, Google keeps sliding a little bit, but has been hanging in there right, right between, uh, what, 92 and 100, pretty much 94 and 100, uh, just being range bound here. You got assigned at 104, I got assigned at 108. Your break even is a little bit lower, but we are both still looking to sell calls against our existing position here. Yep, it looks like for me anyway, we need to get back above 100 to be able to sell calls there. Uh, so right now waiting. Yeah. NVIDIA, 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 NVIDIA. So last week I rolled my calls. I had the 165 expiring on Friday and then I rolled them up to the 170 calls expiring this week. So it might be that I can close these out and then uh, hopefully sell calls again. But uh, here my cost basis is at 160.91. Uh, so if uh, NVIDIA rallies and I get called away at 170, uh, I would actually make some some good money on the stock here. So we will see what happens there. I mean, this uh, definitely looked quite interesting on Friday. Uh, for the past two days, NVIDIA has been sliding again. It almost feels that there might be some news out of China. Could be. I, are you uh, interested in uh, selling the 165 again if you can buy back the 170? Or right now, do you like that 170? No, 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 no. Then I'll probably go to the 165. I mean, at this point, it's just sure. about... Uh, collecting premium my break even uh, let me just see because i did not update uh, the break even uh looking at the trading lock here uh it my break even is now at 144.09 with the roll that i did last week so I'm, I'm still doing really really well on this one should probably update this to 144.09 uh just so that we have that doesn't make sense <laughs> why, why would it go up I need to double check this. I need to double check this because I did collect more premium. I, I wonder if uh, it's just that there are no close, once you close those trades. That could be, that could be. Because, yeah. So we'll see this. And then TPR, another one, another one. So this is where I had the 37 calls expiring last Friday. And then uh, <laughs> you actually texted me while I was on vacation and say, hey, did you see this? There's actually uh, some good premium in there. And yes, I did 
rolled into this week and collected $1,566 uh, by rolling the 37. Right now, we are trading well above 37. So let's see if I get called away on Friday. If not, we also have uh, next Thursday, the next ex-dividend date, where I could collect more dividends if I still own the stock by then. Yeah, TPR looking really good. Uh, gosh, it's up almost 3% today uh, with the indices down. So yeah, uh, good for you. That That's turned out to be a good one. And whether you hang on to it or let it go, uh, nice to see it back above 37. Yeah. So, I mean, opportunities are there uh, pretty much every day. But uh, now it seems that the markets really start sliding a little bit. And uh, you still don't see anything that's causing this. No. It might really just be uh, some, some profit taking or some uh, yeah flattening positions ahead of the next three days. Um, but it almost it almost feels like there could be some news out of China. It definitely seems like there's a reaction that's not just um, a, you know a technical drop where the Nasdaq started to move lower and then everything you know started to follow follow yeah. suit. But yeah, we'll we'll see. I don't see anything though. Yeah. Oh, we got to talk about LVS because LVS another position that we are in. Uh... <laughs> We actually tried to sell calls yesterday and yep. uh, couldn't get filled at the price that you wanted. So we both own uh, shares uh, in LVS and uh, my cost basis is at 46.86. I think yours is right there, maybe a couple of cents difference, right? And yeah, so, um, yeah, this morning, we should probably update this. We were able to sell the 47 calls expiring this week. And yep. um you were a little bit more aggressive because uh, you said, I missed the trade yesterday. <laughs> so hold on, let me just move this uh, to 47 here. <clears throat> and uh, I was a little bit more patient. So this morning I beat you. <laughs> you did, you did. You beat me by five cents. So yesterday with that gap higher and that, that you know, burst in premium, um, I started by looking at the 47, trying to get 30 cents, and then uh, LVS was just quickly falling, filling that gap. So I readjusted. I decided, let me go for the 46.50 call, and I was trying at 30. I dropped it to 25, and I decided, you know what? 25 for me is a good line in the sand there. It's great premium, um, and if you know LVS starts to rally and it goes above 46.50, I should be able to roll up to 47 or at least get enough credit there to make up for that 50 cent difference. So I had that line in the sand. I kept the order in all day long. It did not fill. And then today we got tire again. So we had a nice start. And uh, now I could, you know, this morning I was able to look at the 47 again. So it was good that I didn't take a couple of pennies or really, you know, try and chase the trade. And uh, I said, you know what, if I was good at 46.50 getting a quarter, uh, then this morning, I'm great at 47 getting a quarter. So I got the trade in and you decided to be a little more patient, squeezed another five cents out of that one. But good trade nonetheless. Yeah, that's that's what I think. So this morning for me, it was $1,100 uh, because I, no, uh, wait, here. Uh, yeah, $1,080 because I do own uh, 3,600 shares. So therefore, I was selling uh, 36 contracts at the 47 and I got the 30 cents here. So we'll, we'll see how this ends out. I mean, we have been in this trade for quite a while. I mean, uh, this also, we are ready to move on. But right now, as we can get more premium, I mean, why not to enjoy this and, uh, and milk it for a few more dollars? 
Oh, agreed. And we do know that there are the you know protests in in China and uh, you know the the COVID restrictions there. But it feels like there's some news that could be positive that that really helps out the stock. The Macau, uh, their licensing, uh, LVS being one of the the casinos that got the extension, which was expected. But now that that's done, there was that nice boost. So it, it seems like this is about ready to break to the upside. But either way, I mean, gosh, we've traded it. It's been a while, but we've made some nice money on it. I'm ready to let it go, but I don't need to cut it loose right now. Exactly. I mean, we are not in a rush here uh, to cut it loose. So let's see what happens here over the next few days. By the way, uh, let me ask you before we continue, is this helpful at all as we are walking through our trades and showing you what we do, how we manage our positions? If it is, give us a like. We really would appreciate it. And uh, this way, some more people would see the video. Yeah. So right now, uh, Mark, with these market conditions, I mean, anything is possible. Selling puts is possible. Selling calls is possible and anything in between <laughs> almost, right? Uh, we rolled yeah. calls. So uh, there's there's lots of actions right now, uh, even with this uh, with this craziness that we have in the markets right now. Yeah. And I got filled at 50 cents on uh, WSM, the 108 put. All right. All right. So you have a dollar less. Okay. We'll see how this shakes out. Uh, by the way, we yeah, we, we've been totally, uh, t talking a lot about selling calls, and uh, we, we actually did a video on this. Um, actually, there should be my video. Let me just come there. Anyhow, right here hey. is a video uh, that shows you exactly why uh, we do sell the calls and how we sell the calls. Take a look at this, and uh, then we will see you again tomorrow. Happy trading, everybody. <laughs> I don't even know where, kid, where to end this. <laughs> used to be able to do that. <laughs> Where's my end button in? There it I is. I can't end it. <laughs>